Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Amplify Peace podcast, creating a better story together. I'm Julie Bean. I'll be your co-host with Lisa Jernigan. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the effects of all of the things that are going on. And I don't think it's too strong to say that we're in crisis all over the world and with each of us individually. Each of us has our own story in the midst of all of this craziness. And with the pandemic, there's so much fear and stress. I mean, people have lost their jobs. There's financial stress. There's stress and fear about getting the virus and getting sick or getting someone else sick. And then all of us are just wondering, how long is this going to last? And then on top of that, we also have racial tensions in this country and most definitely a very heated political environment with so much division. So with all of that, there's so much that's happening inside each of us, how we're coping, how we're reacting. So how can we be aware of what's happening inside of us and what to do with it? Well, this week, our guest is Dr. Charity Byers. Dr. Byers has a PhD in counseling psychology and is the executive director of Blessings Ranch Ministries and is the co-author of the upcoming book, Unhindered, Align the Story of Your Heart. Let's listen in with Lisa Jernigan and Dr. Byers. This conversation actually began a couple of years ago when Dr. Charity Byers joined a trip I led with Amplify Peace to Israel-Palestine. It was a group of women, and we were on this trip together, diving deeper into a conflicted narrative to better understand the ways of peacemaking and what it looks like to live as a peacemaker by sitting and listening to different stories from different perspectives. It was not about sitting there listening to people and, and trying to decide who was right and who was wrong, because that's dualistic thinking. It was all about sitting with people that we could call friends and posture ourselves as listeners and learners and hold their stories without judgment. Well, some of the stories that we listen to when we go on these trips, which we call immersive encounters, some of these, these stories are so inspiring and beautiful, but some are really hard. They're filled with trauma and injustice. And each story affects us in different ways, depending on our own life experience and our own truth. Well, this particular Israel-Palestine experience opened up a whole new dialogue with Dr. Charity and myself to create new space and tools through the lens of peacemaking. We started brainstorming and dreaming together of what we could do if we came together in a collaborative way. Well, you're going to be hearing more about our future projects coming up, and I'm really excited about what we've been talking about. But for right now, we invite you to join us around a virtual table for a deeper dive into emotions and coping mechanisms we are all dealing with during this unprecedented season. So Charity, I want to welcome you to Amplify Peace. Thank you, Lisa. So glad to join you on this today. I have been having, and I don't know if I'm sure you have, but I've been having so many conversations, doing a lot of listening to people of all generations um, process this season of life that we find ourselves into. And I'm listening a lot to, to the younger families and to moms and dads who are now finding themselves as teachers at home doing homeschooling and not sure really when it's going to end because we were having so many different uh, information coming out. I'm sitting in Arizona. I know you're in Florida. Uh, is schools going to open? When are they going to open? What does that look like? And through these conversations with people, I personally am hearing a lot of uh, two words that are kind of emerging, anxiety and depression. So I want to bring you in to this because this is really your expertise. And I know you deal with this a lot, but we have these emotions and we have these feelings. And sometimes we don't know how to articulate it. 
we don't know what to do with this. So I'm just going to ask you, what is going on with people in this? I like to say it's kind of the perfect storm. It's we have this COVID uh, issue challenge going on. We have the racial tension that is really prominent right now. And we find ourselves in the midst of an election season. So what is all of this doing to us right now? Yeah, there's absolutely so much that has been unexpected about the year 2020. And as you just highlighted, this, this culmination of these huge things going on in our lives with you know, COVID, with racial tensions, and, and all of that happening has really been something none of us would have seen coming. And so, you know, there, there's just a lot happening to us all through this. You know, what I think I've watched over the last many months is you know, people just kind of feeling the cumulative effects of all of that weight, all of that pressure of adapting to COVID-19, um, you know, walking into new spaces that they're not accustomed to walking in, like you mentioned a moment ago, parents being put in these homeschooling roles that they're not, they're not accustomed to and used to. Now we're dealing uh, even presently with these rising tensions racially and in these very difficult and tense and conflictual conversations. Um, and, you know, elections coming, which also brings up a lot of those same things. And so there's just a lot that has been on people's shoulders. And there's some unique things about that that I think we'll tap into a little bit later in this conversation. But I think for now, you know, we just want to recognize that, first of all, it's just taking a toll on a lot of us. Um, this, this idea of feeling this, this stuff on our shoulders results in something that we talk about being called compression fatigue. And this can happen in, uh, you know, times like we're living in right now, and it can happen under lots of different circumstances. But it's the idea here that we just kind of feel squeezed by the pressure and stress to the point that our self-protective mechanisms, they get weakened. And then something gets revealed about us that takes us a little bit by surprise. So, you know, it's this rise of anxiety in somebody who says, where did that come from? or this rise in depression from somebody who's saying, well, that's not usually who I am. And so sometimes we can be in these very sort of undefended positions where uh, we just feel so beat down that we can just no longer hide or suppress these things inside of us. And sometimes they're things that you know, we've been aware of. And so we're just trying to keep them, keep them down. And when life around us is cooperating with us enough, we can usually you know, do a good enough job at keeping those things contained or suppressed so that we look okay and we've convinced ourselves we're okay. But, you know, under these set of circumstances, when things are just so challenging and there's so much accumulating inside of us, sometimes we're just no longer able to do that. I think for other, other people, um, sometimes there, there are things showing up that we didn't even know were there, right? The life just hadn't quite aligned in a way yet that had brought these things to the surface in our lives. And then I think for others, it's things that maybe they had dealt with a long time ago and they thought they'd put to bed, they'd gotten beyond. And now again, under just the right set of circumstances, it's like the old habit that just shows up again. You're saying, where has that come from? And so there's all these kinds of different um, circumstances that people find themselves in, but it's this general idea here that we're experiencing something called compression fatigue, where there's so much on our shoulders, you know, new things we're having to navigate so much uh, change, so much tension that we get squeezed 
and pressed so much that something within us gets revealed that takes us a bit by surprise. So I think that's kind of what's happening to all of us in this season. And, uh, you know, we can just begin to put that in some perspective. If we're seeing anxiety coming out, depression coming out, some out-of-character anger, irritability, a loss of empathy, uh, you know, rise of old bad habits and things like that. Okay, so I, I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I'm dealing with, I'm realizing I have anxiety. I, I'm not saying the anxiety in general. Um, you know, because we're seeing this a lot and we're in isolation at the same time. We're not out with people like our normal social atmosphere realm. And we're kind of to ourselves, which we're finding, I think a lot of people are finding themselves going more inward anyway, because they can't go out physically and emotionally. So when you, when you're dealing with these emotions, how, how, what is the proper way? How do I sort these out? How do people go, okay, I, I have this, I'm recognizing I'm feeling anxious. I have this anxiety that maybe I have suppressed or I have thought I dealt with, but now it's here. What do, what does somebody do with that? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, you mentioned here that a lot of this is driving us internal. And in some ways, that's not a good thing. But, you know, with the question you're asking right now, I actually think that's a very appropriate thing. We do need to go internal. We do need to get really curious about what's going on in our hearts. And I know that being curious is one of the, the basic principles of Amplified Peace. Um, and so, you know, I think for a lot of us, we find ourselves in positions like this. And what we want is like somebody to tell us just the top five things to do to not be anxious anymore. You know, we want the, those just five skills we've got to learn or the, you know, quick things that we can do to fix it. And, you know, sometimes those can be helpful. And, you know, we do need to learn those skills that help us cope and help us, you know, navigate this differently. But aside from that, I think our primary job is to get really curious about our own hearts. And we need to really just join God in this process of trying to understand what he's trying to reveal to us about our hearts in this difficult season. You know, it is often in these kinds of times that we feel like the worst of us is showing up and we're like, well, why would God ever let that happen? Or, you know, what's the point of going through this? And I always think about scriptures like James 1, 2 through 4 in times like this. It's the one that says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And so the idea here is that, you know, when compression fatigue happens and it comes out in all these different ways, there's an opportunity here to let God uh, finish his work in us, or at least take the next step of his work in us so that we can become more mature and complete, not lacking anything. And so curiosity is the first part of that, just to simply say, God, what are you trying to reveal in me about my heart? through this difficult season and to not try to minimize what we're going through, not be afraid of it, not think I shouldn't feel that, but just again say, what is my opportunity here to understand what is going on inside of me that is producing these feelings? You know, one of the things that we care about a whole lot at Blessing Ranch is being able to get to the root of things. And so when we're, you know, walking through a time of anxiety, the question is, what, where is this coming from in me? What is there to learn about my heart in this? Because it's in those places that God can really meet us there. 
and can actually do something meaningful to help us live out a different future. Mm, so good. It's because it, there we have these feelings and we don't know how to sort them out, but even like going to the root of it and sitting, taking time. And sometimes we find ourselves get, even getting paralyzed. Like, I don't even know how to go inside myself. I don't know, you know, I'm, look, I'm thinking about especially like young moms that they don't even have a moment to breathe and they're busy with the kids and doing all this stuff and they finally get a quiet time and they they just want to collapse. How does somebody like that, which, you know, how do you go look inside and then go and say, okay, what are my next steps? What are my options, right? For moving past because I'm just in survival mode for today. Yeah, absolutely. When you've got, you know, several little kids running around at home, there's not a whole lot of quiet. There's not a whole lot of internal time, is there? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, there's some real challenges to that just being the everyday conversation. But I think, you know, we have to just make this priority, you know, in our in our busy, crazy lives to just get quiet with God, even if we just have a few minutes be able to just settle things down around us long enough to just let the focus for a moment be on on our hearts and uh you know again i know that's not an easy thing to accomplish but it just matters because other, otherwise all we have have left is survival mode um and you know we can we can do that for a little while but you know if that goes on too long it just starts to really suck the life out of us and mm -hmm. so I think for the busy mom, I would just say, you know, to that person, it's got to be that important to, to just slow down in the, the, you know, five minutes that you can make um, to just try to sort some things out within and, and um, understand that, you know, everybody really does have a story written on their heart. And uh, it's not one that's always easy to tell. And so, you know, it would probably be helpful for us to talk a little bit about what are some of these things that we can be looking for inside of us to help prompt and, and kind of guide a little bit of that introspection. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot, like one of the things at Amplified Peace we talk about is peace begins with me. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, when you're talking about going inside, looking inside of our own heart, when we start seeing these things being manifest in our life. So why does peace within matter so much right now? Yeah, that's a big, big question. Um, and I think there's a lot of ways to answer that. Um, I think one of the things that it has to do with here is just being able to really get through this, you know, just sort of crazy year that we're all having. Um, and first thing is just to have some resilience through that. You know, I think for all of us, the risk is you know, not being able to find our way through these things. And if we don't begin to understand the roots, we don't begin to understand what is this really about for me, then I think we just really risk kind of getting taken, taken under by the waves. And so it matters here for that reason that we're able to just find our way to a solution for our hearts. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, the, the strategies that we can come up with to cope through things, they're, they're going to carry us a little ways through this, but until we really resolve what, what's creating this inside of us, then we just don't have resilience. And I think it also really matters because, you know, as your, your line here is that peace begins with me. So, you know, we've talked before, Lisa, about this idea that you cannot give away peace until you have it yourself. And so if we're just talking about at home with my family, 
uh, I can't give away peace. You know, I'm going to be the overly irritable mom who's snapping at my kids when I don't want to be. Or if we're talking about, you know, some of the other things we're all facing in this world right now, like with the, um, you know, racial tensions going on, how are we really going to be able to to show up with those people around us and um, have open hearts that aren't hindered by walls um, or pessimism or, you know, other things that might be getting in our way of just showing up and, and being able to work hard to understand people who see things differently than we do or, you know, being able to give peace away because uh, we're not just so overly consumed with just managing ourselves that we're just not able to show up, you know, for those around us. And so I really think that, you know, in every time of life, this matters so much, but especially in our climate that we find ourselves in today, where, you know, people are being pressed and stressed and, and things are coming out of them that might be impacting, you know, their environment at home. And then we all are, are being called to figure out these, you know, bigger issues together as a community and as a nation that we really need to have this peace within us so that we can just simply show up and be the best version of ourselves that we can be. You bring up such a great point because you're seeing people, whether it's social media, even in conversations, it's not their best self coming out because they're, they're anxious, they're under stress, they, they don't even know really what's going on. And when talking about this whole thing of peace begins with me, if we do not have this internal peace, it can come out so sideways yeah. and, and you see that a lot. And then it's, and we don't even realize, I don't think people realize sometimes how it's coming out, yeah. but it really, truly, like you said, is important that we have this piece that we reconcile some things inside so that we are not saying things. Our words matter and we forget that sometimes. And you're seeing that yeah. manifest in so many different ways, yeah. but how do we truly, whether it's, the stories we're telling ourselves, whether it's like you said, inside of our families, whether it's on social media, whatever. And we as human beings during this time have got to learn how to really interact with each other in a way that's honoring and respectful. So Absolutely. just, it's, it's kind of like my last question. I just want to ask you. So as we, as we continue in this season, which it's still so many unknowns and it's very disruptive and we're like in the election times always bring out the worst and bring out division and polarization and right and wrong and all of those inside the church, outside the church, inside families, outside the families. What is one thing you would say to encourage people about all of this is like how we relate with people considering our own story and our own emotions. Yeah, that's, that's a big question. It's a really big question. I'm sorry if it's too big. It might be like take so much longer, but you know what? We got to see things differently and realize that our words and what we're, yeah. how we're treating people matters, right? Absolutely. One of the things that I love about Amplified Peace is just the heart of the message to, to see other people, to love other people and lead with that. And, you know, just so many of these things inside of our hearts can just get in the way of our capacity to do that. Not because we don't want to, or we don't think it matters, or we don't love Jesus enough, you know, it's just because we have these stories written on our hearts that are competing with the ability to, to do that. And, you know, I just think about a few examples of just things that get in our way. 
because sometimes we don't even know we're there. And, you know, one of those things might just be, you know, if again, you think about the story that's written on your heart, what about for somebody who has something like um, insecurity written into their story of their heart? You know, what's that going to do to their ability to, to show up and really love the other and, and do all the things that are so important to the posture of peacemaking? You know, that person might just feel like, you know, I just don't have anything to say here. I don't have a voice. I don't have anything to offer. I can't do things that I'm not trained to do. Or there must be somebody better, you know, to show up and, and, and do this or promote this. And so that person might just hold back where they need to stand up and be bold. Or what about, you know, the person who um, maybe in a bit different angle, you know, through this uh, coronavirus stuff has been forced into a different role that they're just unaccustomed to. And, uh, you know, I've seen that happen in churches all over where we're just kind of having to do what we got to do right now. So it doesn't matter what my role was last year. What do we need from you now? And so I've seen a lot of people who are um, just sort of feeling like they're, they're in a lane that they don't know. And so <laughs> they're, they're sitting there feeling like, um, you know, I, I'm just not able to add value because I don't know what I'm doing here. And so, you know, it's a very different story here but again how does that end up getting in your way if you're feeling like you're just um, you know sitting idle not able to contribute or things like that of really being able to just do what needs to be done right now um, whether we're talking about on behalf of the church staff or in any of these other ways or you know what for what about somebody who's got something like control written into their story of their heart maybe if we're talking about you know the peacemaking lens here again I remember like being on our trip to Israel Palestine and how you know after some of the experiences that people had had uh, you know some just wanted to put up walls with each other because it was it felt safe you know mm -hmm. I don't want to have anything to do with you because I don't know what I'm going to get from you other than I expect you to hurt me again and so you know these things just really get in our way of being able to to just show up with that posture of peacemaking where you might be open, you might be available, um, you know. So I just think we need to, to recognize that there's often more to our story than we know. And we need to get curious about some of these words um, and try to find out what, what is getting in my way of being able to have this, um, this ability to just be there uh, in all the ways that are being asked of me right now in this, this current environment that is needing so much of us for our best selves to really show up. Um, so, you know, that was a lot to, to kind of throw at you there. No, you did so well, because that was a big question. And you, I'm listening and going, that was such a great answer. Basically, as am I hearing this, it's like, we have to start by giving ourselves permission to go, it's okay to be in the unknown, to sit in this place. And it's okay to go into my story and to just kind of unpack some things that maybe I haven't seen before. And maybe this season is affording me that opportunity to learn from this, to learn more about myself so that in the end, I will be better because of this. And how do we go through it with that lens? That's absolutely the goal. And so, you know, like you said, lots of people are going through things like anxiety and depression right now. That's not something any of us want to feel one more day. And so if we can do this, give ourselves permission to just get curious, that's where God can meet us in those stories. And, you know, God can show us a way to, um, 
right? A, a new identity for ourselves, or, you know, get rid of a false narrative that's within us. That's really kind of holding us back from being able to embrace, you know, this season. If we're talking about coronavirus, it's a season of unknowns and ambiguity. Or if we're talking about, you know, racial tension, it's a time where, you know, we really have to put aside our assumptions and we have to be able to understand something that's outside of perhaps our, our own history and our own normal. And that's so hard for us to do. And in, depending on different temperaments and the way we're wired, it's more of a challenge for some than others. But really going, it's okay to question things. I, I appreciate you using the word curiosity because I don't know that we always feel like it's okay to question things that maybe we have held as truth and to go, maybe I need to understand this a little better. Maybe I need to unlearn something to relearn something. Absolutely. And that's part of the process. Yeah, absolutely it is. Yeah. I could keep talking to you all day with this. And I always learn so much from you in our conversations and when we are in experiences together. And just so appreciate the ministry of Blessing Ranch, but just you personally, your friendship and what you you're, you give so much to people. So thank you for being with us on this conversation. But I want to finish by asking you one more question that I try to ask everyone when we do a podcast. And I just want love your answer to a peacemaker is. Well, I would say, Lisa, that a peacemaker is somebody who has submitted their heart to God's healing process enough so they can really hold loosely what they believe is right. They can show up and listen and learn from others, and they can always lead with love as we really try to come together to make this world a better reflection of Jesus. And I couldn't say it better myself. It's so fun to hear everybody's different interpretation or definition of a peacemaker and bring in all of our different personalities and perspectives. We really can create a better world and a better future together. Thank you, Charity, for joining us. My pleasure. Welcome back, everyone. We hope you enjoyed that conversation with Dr. Charity Byers and Lisa Jernigan. I loved how they talked about maybe starting with getting curious about the things in our own heart and then finding what's meaningful to help us live out a better future. And also that we are likely not seeing our best selves during this time in many situations because of all the things that are going on and all the things that we're going through. And it's an important reminder that the person that's offending you on social media or the person that you're disagreeing with, they are likely not showing their best selves either uh, because of all the things that are happening and all the things that they're going through. So as they say, we are in this together and let's be kind and patient with ourselves and kind and patient with others. For more information on Dr. Charity Byers, you can go to blessingsranch.org. For more information on Charity Buyers and Blessings Ranch Ministries, you can go to blessingsranch.org. And for more information on Amplify Peace, you can go to amplifypeace.com. And of course, follow us on all the social media. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.